1: gold standard of Paranormal Radio. And now, here's Gene
2: Steinberg. So we've gotten a fair amount of reaction to last week's appearance of Dr. Jeffrey Meldrum on the Paracast, Chris. Oh, God. And we had one poster who has been deleted because he just got a little bit beside himself or herself. And we want to have people have a fair and honest discussion on the cast forums. But sometimes they just go over the edge. Did I come across like a
3: giggly schoolgirl? I mean, to me, that was so over the top for him to say that. when well, I was excited to get Jeffrey on the show. He doesn't do very many radio shows, hardly any.
2: Well, you know a- what? That comment actually disappeared from the forum because what we did is I marked the poster is a spammer because of the nature of the posts that were getting real insulting. And when we mark someone as a spammer in our forums, all the posts they made disappear. So everything they said about U.S. history. But the point here is that Dr. Meldrum obviously is a rare commodity, having an academic involved in these subjects. And he has his limits. And he will not go into the paranormal realm at all. We mentioned this on After the Powercast this past weekend that that's a place he doesn't go to. He speaks of Bigfoot as a physical creature with physical abilities, a lost branch of hominid or something, and that's perfectly fine. But sometimes they do some weird stuff, as Chris mentioned. So if you want to know more about it and you haven't listened to After the Powercast, this is the time, and this is the time to join the Powercast Plus. Check out plus.thepowercast.com, plus.thepowercast.com to learn about what we offer, the commercial free version of this show, the After the Powercast podcast, and a lot of other really good stuff. So this is a great time to take advantage of it. Chris, you've lined up a really special guest once again this week. You're on a roll. Tell us more.
3: (laughs) Well, Cynthia is uh, an old friend of mine, uh, Cynthia and Charles Button. Uh, They were originally from uh, the Sedona area, is where I originally met them. It's been about 10 years, I think, since we met. You know, they turned me on to um, the Sacred White Buffalo Herd. Um, They were very close with the prior custodians of the herd. I've been very fascinated with uh, Native American prophecy for years, and this particular aspect of, of Native prophecy is very compelling to me. And i wanted to get Cynthia on the show for a while, and I've, we finally got a chance to kind of carve out some time from her busy schedule. Cynthia's uh, quite a, a talented lady. She's an intuitive, uh, she's got natural intuitive abilities and has received training, to maximize her intuitive abilities and her her potential. She's also uh, done quite a bit of work and has been very closely aligned with uh, Native American uh, traditions. And we're going to talk about that and prophecy and the white buffalo and uh, what some people are calling end times with the election of Donald Trump. (laughs) A lot of people think, oh, this is it. We'll see how all these, obviously, all these things play out. but. It'll be very interesting to uh, to have a nice, fresh perspective and a little change of pace here at the Paracast this week. And Cynthia, uh, welcome to the show. Thank you so much Thank for you. making time to be on.
4: Thank L- you for having me. I appreciate
3: it. Yeah, we're looking forward to speaking with you about prophecy and about the, the buffalo. And we've had Artie uh, 6 Killer Clark on, who is a folklorist. She's a PhD from uh, Montana. And she's been going around collecting stories of Native American encounters with. Unusual lights, unusual beings, star people—that sort of thing. She's uh, been on the show a couple, three times, and she says it's her favorite show to do. So, <laughs> hopefully, you'll leave—you know—your uh, your guest appearance uh, feeling the same way. Anyway, welcome to the show. Why don't you first start out and kind of give our listeners a little background on your very interesting, you know, history, and uh, you've had an, a very, very amazing life and had some. Quite unusual experiences, and uh, I, I think it—I uh, think it bears uh, repeating that uh, you do have some uh, some abilities that most people don't have, and and also you've looked and been trained how to maximize those abilities. So, why don't you give our our right. listeners uh, kind of a, a, a history?
4: Yes. Well, uh, I was born born in the Harrisburg, Pennsylvania area to a native father and to a woman from Wales. And I was born blind the first four years of my life. But I didn't know I was blind. Uh, I was born into the light. The light was always too bright, and I could never see. So I didn't have the darkness. I had the bright light. I had a lot of different animals, and the gift that was given to me which I didn't know I had until my training was, if I could touch an animal or touch a person, I could see through their eyes and see what they see. But of course, I didn't understand that other than my dad noticed that when I was with animals and I could touch them, that I was walking straight lines and I was communicating in a different way. Or if I had somebody's arms, I could touch their body and I could just be uh, as normal as anybody. So then my dad didn't really worry about me because he knew I had a way of getting around in communications. And uh, what I had learned is the different eyes of animals. And so horses don't see directly in front of them. If you touch certain birds, they have certain angles in their eyes and they have all these different things. So I was born not seeing the three-dimensional world. I was born to see all dimensions of the world because one eye lived in a different dimensional reality. Still does to this day. The other eye has come into the third dimension. At the age of four, I found my first missing person because I knew the mountains very well. I knew the hills very well. I could hear sounds 75-mile distance, just like the wolves. I could understand nature in a normal way that the animals did. They used to call my dad because he was a tracker, and he also worked for Barnum and Brothers Circuses. We took care of uh, animals, you know, family history. My great-great-great-grandfather was Sitting Bull yeah. and uh, cousins to, through marriage, both to uh, Crazy Horse and also to Buffalo Bill. And so I, as far as the Wild West and animals and all that stuff, I was brought up with elephants, giraffes, all kinds of different animals. So I got to see the world in a different perspective. Then one day, a family member, because of high prejudice back then, some people came from India, and they couldn't stay in hotels, and they couldn't stay in uh, different areas because of the color of their skin or whatever it was at that time. But fortunately, we got to have these people stay with us because my dad didn't hold that line, and it was the son of Gandhi. And uh, he said to my dad, he goes, "Uh, I noticed that your daughter holds up. You know, an animal when she walks, and but when she doesn't walk, she has a problem. Like she'll walk into a wall, and my dad said, "Well, she sees differently," and he says, "Well, there's something else going on with her. He, she's like when light hits her eyes, she puts her hands over her eyes instead of normal blindness." And he said, "Well, we're not quite sure." He said, "Could I work with her?" And he says, "Well, you have to ask her. You know, it's up up to her." So he started talking to me, and to get down to the whole thing was he taught me how to meditate and do mantras, and and actually, him and his wife and his people, because you're not allowed to talk to the hierarchies of that, at that time period, you always, a woman always went through a woman to talk to them, it was this traditional, but he was always nice because I was a child, so he... Taught me all kinds of different mantras. And one time we went to India and I went into the temples and all I remember was hot and heat and the candles were lit. And I sat down, I'm making this a very short version of it, for about six weeks, uh, learned how to do different things. He said he was going to take me up out of my body and I would see a man and he's going to turn me around and put me back into my body.
2: Cynthia, let's make that a cliffhanger. Shall we? And then we'll go to our next segment and have you continue the story. That work? Yes. Okay. This is going to be something else of an episode of The Paracast, very unlike what we've done in the past. That's pretty clear. With Gene and Chris, you're in The Paracast. Neighbors, I want to tell you about my favorite graphics app. It's the award-winning Graphic Converter. You know, Graphic Converter is the universal genius for photo editing on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for this Swiss Army Knife photo editing app. It gives you all you expect from a top-flight image editing app with tons of features. And most important, it's easy to use. It's also far less expensive than that other app that you can only get by subscription. You know, the one I'm talking about. What's more, you can get 20% off with your order right now. So write this down to learn about Graphic Converter. Go to www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Let me spell that. www.lemkesoft.de slash gene.
0: Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information
5: on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-704-6182.
6: If you or
7: someone you love is suffering from hearing loss, please stay tuned for a special free offer from the makers of a revolutionary hearing breakthrough called Listen Clear. Listen Clear is precisely designed by top audio engineers to fit the ear almost invisibly, and it can be adjusted to find the perfect way to hear everything in every listening environment. Right now, we're offering absolutely free in-home trials to everyone who calls now. 1-800-957-9652. Call in the next 10 minutes and you'll also receive free shipping and free batteries for life. Listen Clear is lightweight and practically invisible, so people won't notice when you're wearing it. So again, if you or someone you love is suffering from hearing loss, please give them or yourself this life-changing 100% free in-home trial with free shipping and free batteries for life. For free information, call now. 1-800-957-9652. That's 1-800-957-9652. 1-800-957-9652.
1: We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com.
2: We're talking to Cynthia Hart Button, who is a fascinating character with a fascinating life story. And all I'm going to do is just let her roll. And see what happens next. Go ahead.
4: Okay, so he had taken me out of my body. We did the meditation and there were all these people doing different sounds, om the the audio, om ya, ma, wo, ya, and the whole room and the candles were lit, and the next thing I know I was like shaking, my body was shaking. Next thing I know I remember being out of my body seeing a Buddha man turned around and looked at all four corners and the next thing i know i came back into my bodies and opened my bodies when i mean bodies there's a lot of bodies to come through i saw my father open my eyes and saw my father for the first time in a three-dimensional world now, the other eye, the left eye, never developed that particular ability, but it does see shapes and objects. So, in that, I still went back home, and I was able to go into more public school, but instead, they put me in Lilydale medium school, because I wasn't like normal kids. I would just blur out things and say, you know, you better get home to your husband. There's going to be an accident. There's all kinds of stuff just coming out of me, and they didn't want me to get burned to the stake, uh, so they decided not to put me in public school. Back then, you know, they still had KK and all these crazy things around where my dad was, and just a lot of crazy stuff back into the 50s and 60s, which is all many stories. But the story that leads to the buffalo is one day I was in the field, and there was a buffalo calf and I had walked over to it and started petting. I have no idea what wild animals were. Deers, everything came to me. So I walked up to this calf and sit down and started petting it. And when I started petting it, I was having flashes of white buffaloes, brown buffaloes, black buffaloes. I was seeing death and killing and murders. And then all of a sudden a woman came to me and she said, prepare yourself to learn more about buffaloes. And I said, no, 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 no. I'm going to prepare myself to look for wolves and horses. That's more my speed. And she said, the time will come. And then she was gone. And I never thought about it until 1988 when my father died. And my father said to me, In his deathbed of cancer, lung cancer, he gave all of us children and the grandchildren all messages. And mine was prepare yourself, and all these animals that you have learned, the one that you're going to have to protect the most is the white buffalo. And I looked at my dad, and I didn't want to be disrespectful, but at that time there was no such thing as a white buffalo. So I thought he was with the spirit animals, and he was just talking hypothetically. So he says, you must see the white cloud return towards the red cloud, and you will see the looking horse, and you must return the prayer pipes and you must find your path through the white buffalo. And he said, you will have to protect them. Well, never thought much about it. And then a severe accident happened to me where I was in a coma for nine days and paralyzed and had 144 bones broken and had to learn a new route because I was heading into corporate world and I kind of made a U-turn and became a cowgirl again through climbing Mount McKinley and doing many other facets. I started having supervisions and the higher the mountain got. I'm sure it was because of altitude, the more visions I would have. And I met different saints and different spirits on the mountain. And then finally it was time for the path. And they said, you must seek out black elk. And I didn't know what a black elk, I thought they meant an animal black elk. Well, when I went to the reservation to return the prayer pipes and my dad's stuff that was Native American to that... I couldn't find anybody. I was rejected. But, of course, I came in in a halter top and cut off jeans and long hair with rainbows. And so I probably didn't come in the best way I should have. And so I was kind of rejected. So I went through other tribes and then started learning the ways of the tribes and the Navajos, the Hopis. One of my favorite is the Hopi. I was adopted Hopi with the Polaka, Anita Polaka and James Polaka. I think Chris, you met them. Also, I was adopted Ute. So I just started to become a res kid, learning the ways of animals and horses and learning about the people, not realizing who I was, not realizing that I was part native, nothing. I just thought these were really cool people and I wanted to learn all these ways. Every time I went to a reservation, something new. But in the Hopi there's the story of the corn grandmother, and of course, there's the legend of their white buffalo. And they talk about the coming times of disaster and change. As I started roaming up to Washington and hanging with a lot of different great leaders of different nations, Sunbear was one of my favorites. He started talking about the white buffaloes and the wolves and started telling his story course, then I ran into Lakotas, and they talk about the White Buffalo Caffelman. Then I ran into a guy on Mount Chasta who talked about Kuan Yin. I was starting to learn about all the different prophecies, not realizing the prophecies. And the Dalai Lama came in, and then all of a sudden, the teacher of the Dalai Lama comes, and they start telling their prophecies. And Life started to get very fast, and miracles, not only miracles were happening.
3: Give us a time frame. Where are we at now? Well, dad, How long ago?
4: We went from the 50s, the 60s and the 70s with all the training of animals right. and my dad and that life. And in 88, he died. And okay. that's when my life changed dramatically. I lost my security with him. I lost my life uh, force because he was the one I always came to. and So my life, I think that's what led to the accident. A drunk driver hit my girlfriend and I had on and I was paralyzed and this whole life spin changed me out of corporate world and corporate businesses and dancing and music and arts and all that kind of stuff turned me to the West and pointed me towards the Lakota nation yeah, areas that's and
3: that's about when I came out west too. <laughs>
4: Yeah, that's what I thought, because um, well, I ended up, I don't know if you remember Michael Big Bear, he uh, came to me, and uh, I had this ability. I worked with Dr. Houston on contact healing, and uh, one of the gifts in my training as a psychic, I could see in the body and tell you what was wrong with your body. I I was uh, having UFO encounters in Sedona, because I moved to Sedona, not knowing what Sedona was, or who, or anything back in that time period, and between the 70s and and the 96, uh, there was a lot of activity of UFO. I'm yeah. sure you had some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in Boyton Canyon and, uh, you know, in Sycamore Canyon. And, well, a lot of the canyons had, well, and, and, of we, course, and Jerome.
3: The Bradshaw Ranch.
4: Yeah, The Bradshaw Ranch is who I worked for, and I was a cowgirl there, and I had a lot of encounters out there. Scared the bejeezies out of me, and I wouldn't talk about it for 10 years because I was petrified from it. To go back to the whole story is I ended up going, I ran into black elk, and black elk became my teacher, and Leonard Kodog, and and uh, White Bear, and I don't know if you remember, Hollis Little Creek, and all these great medicine people ended up in Sedona, either visiting or staying or uh, working with the Hopis and just doing this thing, and I was attracted to this energy that was happening with Larry Jensen and Michael Big Bear. They were doing firewalk.
2: Let's explain all this and what this all means in our next segment, because we're getting into a lot of different areas that really we'd like to talk more about okay we have cynthia hartbutt with gene and chris you're in the broadcast
8: thank you for listening to gcn be sure to visit GCNLive.com today
9: Being self-reliant is about being prepared and to do what you need to have your own source of renewable energy. Portable Solar LLC offers the most powerful EMP-hardened solar system on the market that is transportable from place to place, and the best part, it's very affordable. Contact them at PortableSolarLLC.com or call for details at 972-575-8875. Arc EMP-hardened solar generator energy insurance for your family or business. Call Portable Solar LLC today or go to PortableSolarLLC.com to check out their patent-pending technology. Attention citizens, this man has received national attention for accurately predicting every major financial trend, including the market crash of 2008. His name is Harry Dent, and in his newly released book, he is making even bigger and bolder predictions that have the potential to devastate the world economy and your personal wealth. You can get a free copy of Harry Dent's bestseller, The Sale of a Lifetime, containing never-before-published information by simply visiting www.saleofalifetime.com forward slash free book. Again, that's saleofalifetime.com forward slash free book. Ted Anderson
10: telling you about Jordan Rubin's Beyond Organic Green-Fed Raw Cheddar Artesian Cheese featuring whole milk created through ancient dairy breeding, unpasteurized, untreated whole milk on the same farm the cows graze, containing natural sources of omega-3s, CLA protein, calcium, probiotics, and enzymes. I have never tasted cheese this good, and you need to try it. Contact your Longevity distributor or call
11: 877-878-4203 or go to GCNteam.com. Are you retired or facing retirement and you're afraid your income is going to be less than you'd like? I'm Pharmacist Keith, Dr. Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy, and I want to show you a low-cost way to create your own business, working around your current schedule, creating extra income that will last for years to come by joining Dr. Wallach's crusades, spreading his message of better health. To learn more, visit radio.recordedvideo.com, that's radio.recordedvideo.com, radio.recordedvideo.com, or call 866-257-3105 for a recorded message.
12: No matter what the budget, the season, or the climate, Four season Sunrooms let you and your family enjoy the outdoors inside. Call now to hear more about these great offers from the premier manufacturer of sunrooms since
10: 1975. More reasons
13: for four seasons now.
12: To find out more, call toll-free, 800-848-6333. That's 800-848-6333.
14: My computer is so slow, it's
15: making me crazy. I used to have that problem. Did
14: you quit using the computer or or did you buy a new one?
15: No, I called Geeks On Site. They made an appointment to visit my home and showed up the same day. You mean they didn't
14: ask you to bring your computer to a shop? That's what happened when I called a support company.
15: Geeks On Site can go to your home or business or even repair your computer online. They have 24-7 emergency
6: service. If you're having problems with your PC or Mac, call Geeks On Site 1-800-591-1682. Our friendly certified computer repair experts are available 24 7 call now for a free diagnosis 1-800-591-1682 data recovery virus removal and maintenance for all laptops desktops printers and networks that's geeks on site for friendly certified computer repair experts available 24 7 over the phone or in your home or business just call 1-800-591-1682 that's 1-800-591-1682 1-800-591-1682
16: Hi, it's Grant Cameron from presidentialufo.com. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio.
2: Cynthia, I just wanted to kind of focus on a few things here because you're giving us a lot of details about your life and it's just coming by and we want to focus a little bit on each thing here because there's a lot of interesting tales here. So we understand when you were a child, you didn't see like regular people, but then you could. You were then in an accident later on where you became paralyzed. Is that what your condition is now or what?
4: No. It was the paralyzation and the turning point of me where I started my psychic really opened up wide. You know, I started to be able to read people, see through people. My ability to see through the eyes of people basically just let me see the world and how people's brains work and how their concepts of how they see the world. But the second thing that happened to me was now was able to now see into the body and tell people what was going on but I didn't have the training to know what was going on. So I ended up going to a little bit of med school. Then I kind of went to law school. I went to a lot of different colleges to try to figure out my development and how to develop myself to understand the pancreas, the so juices through the dietary. You know, I just went to med school to learn the body, the anatomy and what the functions were. I didn't care about any of the other stuff because I went into natural medicines. To me, they were a little bit more better than what was out there at that time. In that development, what was happening, I was hanging with the Hopies And the Hopies have all different dances and they have different rituals, which enhances your abilities. So they saw that in me and they started helping me develop my psychic awareness of my of health. And I ended up being a medicine woman up there. Uh, when I went to the Ute reservation, uh, they de- to help me develop other parts of my psyche. And as I was going on all these different vision quests, which I didn't realize when I went to every reservation, I was learning something more to develop me. So that's kind of why I was telling you so many stories. When I went to India, I learned how to calm myself down and come into that sacred space and become very Zen and learn that I can turn my mind off. And I and don't worry about what other people think or how people care. Just be true to yourself. And what came out of all that were the five principles of life, how to love, honor, respect, integrity, and truth to myself. And when I come into those spaces of those five different principles, it unlocks my heart and it opens me into inner peace. And that's what this whole journey, it led me to the white buffaloes. Once I hit the white, that inner peace, The white buffaloes walked into my life. Today, that's what I'm doing. And I met Jim and Dina right before 2000. And he, when I went to the property, he says to me, what took you so long? And I'm sitting here going, what? I was on a vision quest. I, I, I've i been on a vision quest since this accident. I said, I didn't know I was supposed to come here. He says, the important thing, you did come here. He said, what have you learned in this last year? This is Jim telling me. I said, well, I went up and lived with the pack of wolves in Washington. I met this woman, spiritual woman up there, and she told me that I need to come down here and protect a bunch of white buffaloes. But not quite sure how to do that. And he says, well, I think you should, I saw your sign out there saying White Buffalo. So I thought, well, I'll come here and ask you that question because you got a sign called White Buffalo. And he takes me out there. He says, you know, your father told me you were coming. And I looked at him real funny. I go, you knew my dad? And he says, well, everybody knew Yuri. Is Yuri White Buffalo? I says, well, that wasn't his name. His name's Yuri Gus. He says, oh, that's his American name, but his native name was Uriah White Buffalo. And I went, oh, because he he's Papa, And I, of course, that went right over my head. I had no clue what he was talking about. And then Jim focused me in, and I set eyes on this beautiful white buffalo named Miracle Moon, who just passed this year. And then she had two daughters and a son. The son's name's Arizona. Little Arizona comes running in and flops on my lap, and Jim goes, God, no, no buffaloes do that, and he just snuggled me and started licking me, and it was love at first sight. And Arizona, of course, uh, has passed on. We had all his sons too, and uh, I never left the ranch. Well, we're getting, we're getting ahead
3: of ourselves here a little bit. Jim and Dina were the—they uh, had a, a buffalo ranch in South Dakota, and uh, in nine, 1998 they went out uh, and found a brand new, you know, freshly born. Snow White baby buffalo on the ground, and 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 they ended up moving to Arizona, and that's where Cynthia.
4: He went to Wyoming. They went to South Dakota, and that's where Miracle Moon was born. Then he moved to Wyoming. He kind of moved over. Uh, He had a a heart attack, and they wanted him to come out of the high altitude. Well, then she had had, Miracle had, they got Willy Wonka, and Willy Wonka and Miracle had two more children, Rainbow Spirit and Peace Pilgrim. And then the college Jim just couldn't handle the climate, and Dina's family was from Arizona, and so they decided to move down to um, uh, Flagstaff, where the Grand Canyon is, and that's where Arizona was born. That's how he got his name, and I
3: met him. They they, they moved to a ranch that had no water and was at above 8,000 feet, and uh, routinely you could see 20 feet of snow there. Uh, Probably the worst place in the world to have a buffalo ranch.
4: I totally agree, because there were times where the snow was over top of the building, right. and we'd have to take a huge tractor and dig the buffaloes out, and that's when Jim said, I think I want to move to Oregon, back to my family, and get out of this weather. In right, the process but before, of that,
3: before he could do that, yeah, he died of a massive heart attack. <laughs>
4: Yeah, he died in our arms, he died in Dina's arms, but the the sad part about it was uh, he was hoping to see his daughters and move there, so even though when he died in Arizona, we fulfilled his prophecy, and his prophecy was if he get to Buffalo's over to Oregon and get into the coastlines as close as we can, that he felt world peace would begin, because he felt that these buffaloes needed to get on the Oregonian Trail. There was something magical. Well, when I researched it in 1983, uh, there was a buffalo born there. It was 5,000 pounds. And I guess buffaloes were up there, so Jim must have had some insight. But we finally got the buffaloes up to Oregon and that, and uh, then Dina's uh, family tragedy kept happening to her. Her father died, her son died. So she moved on, and the herd was given to us before we moved um, into a 501c3 for protection and trust and everything. And uh, that's when my job began because uh, Dina just couldn't go any further.
3: She right. Was well, she was getting off. on in years. And, and uh, I mean, it's it's not easy to have. A herd of wild animals that you have to take care of and make sure that they you know have enough food and enough water. But but let's let's first before we we start talking about about uh, the herd now and and you know aspects the, the ins and outs of how you you know got uh, to be custodians of the of the herd. Let's talk about uh, the importance of the white buffalo in uh, Native American uh, prophecy and in their spirit tradition, and the importance of of white animals to. You know, uh, we're seeing more and more white animals. I just saw yesterday online uh, a very interesting uh, little clip of a white orca, which I think is the first time everyone's ever been spotted. Uh, we're yeah. seeing wh- white deer, we're seeing white elk, we're seeing um, white, uh, I think a white wolf. Um, these are, um, these are, are portents uh, in Native American tradition. And when we come back from our break, um, let's let's go ahead and 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 look at the importance of these animals, and then how the white buffalo are especially important uh, here in North America, and um, and then we can take it from there, and then uh, and then <laughs> kind of prognosticate and and find out where we're going with all this. Okay, sounds good.
2: This is going to be really a fascinating session. It's a area of discovery because I'm really out of my league here. I'm learning as we go along and trying to figure it out. Cynthia Heartbutton joins Jean Gene and Chris. She's taking pity on me, I think. You're in. <laughs> the Paracast.
8: Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today.
2: We also have swag. You go to store.thepowercast.com,
15: stop by, and take a shopping tour. This is Ben Gordon, and if your teeth are stained from coffee, tea, or smoking, Power Swabs is the answer. In five minutes, you'll see two shades whiter teeth, and in seven days, six shades. There's no messy strips or trays that you have to leave in your mouth for an hour. Just swab your teeth for five minutes, and you're done. To try Power Swabs, call 1-800-290-8480. Your bright white smile will have your friends talking about how great you look. Try it risk-free. 1-800-290-8480. That's 1-800-290-8480.
0: There is an affordable alternative to the high cost of healthcare that offers freedom from insurance while providing compliance with the Obamacare individual mandate. Imagine having access to quality, affordable healthcare that allows you the freedom to choose your doctor and hospital. Members can share up to 100% of necessary medical expenses, including some alternative treatments. Find out how you and your family can contain healthcare costs without giving up your freedom. Go to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. As a doctor, I see patients every day who are losing their vision to age-related macular degeneration, also known as AMD. If you have blurry vision or blind spots, they can be symptoms of AMD, and if untreated, could lead to blindness. The good news? AMD can be managed with effective clinically approved treatments that may reverse some vision loss. For free AMD information, contact the Foundation Fighting Blindness at 1-800-BLINDNESS. That's 1-800-BLINDNESS. There is a cure in sight.
17: Dr. Joel Wallach is not your typical doctor. Both a veterinarian and naturopathic physician, Dr. Wallach asked, why does America spend more money on health care by far and yet ranks 50th in health and longevity worldwide? The doctor believes that people should be empowered with a basic understanding of nutrition, then take charge of their life to attain optimal health and longevity through nutrition, not by toxic prescription drugs that lead to side effects, requiring more toxic prescription drugs. Talk about being dependent on drug companies, to our own destruction no less. This is Clearly a deadly recipe. Doc Wallach's message is resonating with an increasing number of Americans who are waking up to all the government and big pharma manipulation of our health care system. I like what Doc Wallach is saying and doing to enlighten people and have joined forces to help this tireless crusader spread his message. Visit GCNMinerals.com and listen to Dr. Wallach's deadly recipes lecture. It makes a lot of sense, and I invite you to join the GCN Minerals team. Go to GCNMinerals.com. That's GCNMinerals.com.
3: Hi, this is James Fox from Chasing UFOs You're listening to the Paracast The gold standard of paranormal radio
2: You see, some people said of Gene Steinberg He's going to be a professor I remember the mailman back in Brooklyn, New York I was living in the East Flatbush section of Brooklyn And he'd say to me You're going to be a professor And I said, finally, yeah a professor of ignorance. So I'm really out of my element with our guest today, Cynthia Hartbutton on the Powercast. And Chris asked you a question. I I can only sit back and listen and learn. Go ahead.
4: I'm honored. I'm I'm really honored.
3: What is the importance of of the of the white animal or spirit animal um, in the Native tradition? At least at least in this side of the uh, of the equation over here.
4: What I've asked about 500 nations, that's all I've gotten to, it seems like uh, 13 of these nations really have the major stories, the Hopis, and Alaska has a story, Hawaii has a story, the Navajos have a story, the Hopi, uh, of course, the Lakota's most famous one is the story of the white buffalo calf woman, and that she came to take care of her people and gave seven sacred bundles to them, I'm doing a very short version of it, but what she said and this is where it started i started listening very clearly is there will be the return and i went okay i want to learn more about this return What do you mean they're returning? Because all of a sudden, there's four, at that time, four of them in my face. And I'm like, what are they returning for? How can I help them? Am I supposed to, was for preservation? Am I supposed to take them to the people, the native tribes? What am I supposed to do with these four little adorable buffaloes that all of a sudden went from four to eleven? And when we moved them, we had eleven. So, I knew something major was happening, and then finally I started talking to the grandmothers and uh, the 13 grandmothers and just anybody that would even talk to me, and they said that the white buffaloes represent not only peace and prayer, it's the place for that the human's time is to come into their peace. And, you know, of course, mine was through the five principles of life, and everybody's peace is different. Some people have uh, peace through hard knocks or all kinds of things happen. But they said it's a time of change, severe change, that the earth is not happy with us, that its resources are getting weak and that things have to be purified. It's a time of warning that something major is going to happen. I kept thinking, well, I always thought when they said the white buffalo would return, I thought it would be one white buffalo not 21 white buffaloes. So I started asking more and more elders, and they said, well, your job is to protect them and to try to see if they can stay on the plains or if they're going to leave and try to get as much communication with them and find out what the stories are. Well, not only did I find the buffaloes have a Native American flair, they also have an Egyptian flair. They also have a Welsh and Irish flair. They also have a South Africa flair. So there's prophecies from all over the world, but the common denominator I could find out was these animals are about severe change on the earth. Now... When I started working with Zuana and a couple other people who have white animals, and I talked to people with white uh, white dolphins, white uh, peacocks, I mean, there's like so many white animals on the planet, they're also, their prophecies speak of major change coming, that the white animals will start showing up when the world is going through a change,
13: yeah.
4: and of course. The harpies talk about the time of change is when the Kachina, when the blue Kachina planet is seen and then the red star comes and destruction. They have kind of a doom and gloom. But so, you know, people responded to the Mayan calendar, when the calendar ends out, does the world end? And of course it didn't. So I think that there's a little bit more about the prophecy of the blue Kachina and the red Kachina. and. What does the buffaloes have to do about that? Well, according to the Hopi prophecy, as many buffaloes, uh, white buffaloes, as more of all the continents are going to change. Now, we ourselves have lost five white buffaloes, and so I know that their times are running out. So we're doing whatever we can do to keep saving these animals or giving them the most protection we can give. And it seems like disease is triggering some of them. Greed is tricking some of them. So all these things are coming ahead. And, of course, when we move from... Then down to California. That's when I really saw the big shift happening, and of course you're seeing it—the prophecies coming to life. I mean, it talks about a world leader coming with destruction. I personally think that was the times of George Bush. Uh, you know, that's just how I felt because I was at the Grand Canyon and all these horrible things were happening, so I had a focus on that. But then as I see us grow, and and then the first, finally, we had peace having the first black president, and a huge prophecy was unfulfilled. Well, wait a
3: minute, Cynthia.
4: I sure (laughs) made it.
3: I I, I wouldn't say that we've had peace. I mean, Obama did, you know, get us out of Iraq, and he did, uh, you know, he's kind of— He
4: was a symbol of hope. He really wasn't a symbol of peace. He was a symbol of hope. Yeah. But, you know, it's but like he's been, he's are been, a
3: symbol. Of- he's been
4: getting off on seen.
3: on ordering drone strikes and watching uh, watching these uh, hellfires take out uh, you know whole groups of people and stuff. Uh, you know, I, I do kind of have a problem with <laughs> with him being called the you know. Uh, any, anything having well, to do with peace and the fact I'm that he talking, got a when
4: I'm surprise, talking about is, peace. I'm talking about his time period. I'm not saying what he did in his politics. Okay, I don't really care about politics. I don't care about what presidents have done because uh, they've been forced to do things through government and dump- I'm talking about the symbolicism. That yeah. moment when he came into elections, I got to see uh, a culture really feeling proud and worked hard to achieve something as great as being a president honoring that moment. Yeah, and he's true, brought true. hope. What other okay. the other end of it, ugly. I mean, they every president has ugly. I mean, it, yeah. it's just oh, yeah. there. Now you're coming into where that cycle has now ended. And now we're coming into this new cycle. And this is where they say that the, the, the antichrist is, is here, and he's projecting things. It's kind of like, uh, I forgot what is the tribal one for, you know, when when the the destruction guy comes, he starts hitting his rattles and changing the world. Well, I think that's what Trump represents. Uh, he's gonna change dramatically the world, and uh, hopefully we'll survive it, you know? (laughs) but. I mean, it's really scary. I, I, I look around, and it, what I'm seeing isn't the fear of, of a fear of, of the uh, adults. It's not the adults. The adults are pissed. That's, or excuse me. Not, uh, they're mad at everything. But what I'm seeing is the intensity fear around this planet. Because I've been walking into schools, so I'm talking about buffalos. And they keep going. Are the buffaloes going to save us from Trump? What a weird question a child just say to me. I'm like, I don't.
3: Well, yeah, I don't understand. You are in Northern California, and
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I got that in Michigan, New York, I got okay. that in Texas, okay. I got that in Colorado, New That's Mexico. Let's
3: politics for a minute. Let's pull it away from the yeah. politics, and first of all, let's kind of define what we mean by white animals. Now, people are hearing well. Yeah. We, some of our listeners are probably going, "Well, what's the big deal? There's albinos, you know, one out of a million or whatever uh, is is albino. What's the big deal?" And we have to. to aren't
4: albino.
3: Yeah, they're not These albino. albino. You know,
4: yeah, ours are not that's albino. That's important.
3: We need to we need to define our terms before we 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 can't assume that people know what we're talking about. You know, please understand, people, these are not albino animals. These are animals uh, that don't have the recessive gene, that don't have pink eyes and and lack of pigmentation. These are animals that are actually born uh, solid white. And in the case of the buffalo, they actually are born white, but then they go through a, a distinct color change. They go from white to beige, beige to brown, brown to red, red to black, and then back to red, back to brown, back to beige, back to white. And it takes yeah. it takes somewhere between a year and two years for them to go through the color change. And then they remain a white or a slightly off white for the rest of their lives. They have brown eyes. They have normal uh, we colors?
4: Have a, we have a couple different prophecy colors. We have the prophecy of the Lakota, which talks about it being born white, and then it goes to the four colors, and then it stays brown. Uh, you have the Hopi, where the buffalo will turn black, which is part of the Mayan, which we have one of those. And then we have two of them that are kind of a brownish mixed color, and then we have white whites. We have ultra whites, we have silver whites, and we have gray whites. Now Let's we break have it. A Cynthia,
2: S- got a break. Yeah? We're going to have to just continue that breakdown in our next segment. Because That's okay. That's fine. I'm
4: just throwing this out because I'm not getting any guidelines. So I figured you'll either go with it or you won't, and we'll go to whatever you want. Very good.
2: Very good. With Gene and Chris, you're
16: in.
8: Thank you you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today.
11: Are you one of the 70% of Americans that want to own your own business? Afraid to leave the security of your current job to pursue your dreams? I'm Pharmacist Keith. Dr. Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy, and myself, want to show you a low-cost way to create your own business, working around your current job schedule, creating extra income for you and your family by joining his crusade, spreading his message of better health. To learn more, visit radio.recordedvideo.com. Radio.recordedvideo.com. That's radio.recordedvideo.com.
1: Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg.
2: Okay, we're just trying to figure what's going on here. But I wanted to focus specifically away from the politics and the fears about the new administration. Because, you know, politics just gets to be a very polarizing kind of subject. The problem with politics is that it's not just a difference of opinion. It's a difference of reality. And that's why we kind of stay away from politics on the Paracast, because it's like you're going into another universe. You're in the fifth dimension if you talk about this candidate. If you talk about this candidate or political figure, you're in the 26th dimension and never the twain shall meet and you can't come together anymore. And maybe that's an interesting thing to talk about when you speak of prophecy. The fact is that we've reached a point in society where people can't even agree on basic facts well, that one plus one equals two to sum equals seven. You know, what, you know what I mean. It's not the numbers. It's just that the reality is totally different for them. And yes. how do we deal with that? Because how can you come together with somebody if you can't even agree on the terms of the discussion, the reality of the world around you? How do you get it together?
4: I think it's... Are you asking me that question? (laughs) It's the question of the ages. I think it's coming into an inner peace. I think that what all these animals represent, all these white animals, it's time for the human race to come into inner peace. And the only way that you can find yourself is through inner peace. And when you finally get settled and quiet within your stuff, then you're hearing people's things. I don't judge people who judge things. It's he who judges only judges something they lack within themselves. And I personally think that if somebody has a concept or they're telling a story, I want to hear it. Whether I agree with it doesn't matter. We all have the right to believe in what we want to believe, but we have to learn to respect each other's ways. And I think that's what the piece, and this is what this upcoming change is about. Change is not easy. If you throw change, money change, into the air, it comes down pretty hard, and it lays where it lays. And I think that's what just happened. I think we just got a trauma shock. And now we have to cope with it. We have to learn how to mold into it. We have to learn how to to be with it. And I think this is the coming times of learning how to be. That's just my hit on this.
2: Let me ask you in a very specific way here. When it comes to prophecy, Mm -hmm. trying to figure out what's going to happen, are there specific events over the years that you can point to and say, you know what, I knew this was going to happen. And this is when I was able to make that statement.
4: Yeah, definitely. I knew when you travel around the world like I have, I would go to different places. And I come back to the United States, and I don't see the bridges working, and I see all our... People and all our jobs being taken away. That's some some of the prophecies that Hopi say. When the white man goes to the material world and has to have every color of everything, and and stops working and goes into the computer spider web, life is going to change, and it has. I mean, you can see. I mean, when I was a kid. We started working at 16 years old, maybe 14, 15, if you had little kids to take care of. Today's kids, are going to college, they can't even get a job, and they have to live at home. The children are different. I think the upcoming kids are much more geniuses, but I'm concerned about the generations that are under me because they didn't have these opportunities. And I think this is why the white animals came because there's a lack in between our generations and and this was the time of the big shift. I think from the harmonic conversion to now, we've been shifting and we were giving a warning during uh, 1986 that a major shift was coming and then boom, another shift. And then United States had 9-11 happen. And then you had these different shifts of 1111. 11. These, are, these are prophecies numbers and also metaphysical numbers that I think spiritualists have given, the 1111, 11, the 1212, 12, whatever that means in metaphysics, I don't know. But in the Hopi prophecy, the, the Mayan calendar running out, all these different things running out, I think the old paradigm and these animals come to bring the new beginning in and to remind us that it's time for a change.
2: This is talking about an overall change. I'm asking you, Cynthia, about a specific event, one event where you said that's going to happen, not just a trend or an overall change, a specific event that is going to uh, happen and you knew about this in advance.
4: Well, they talk about the earth changing as far as all the earthquakes and all the higher dynamic climate changes that we're going to have, we had, uh, they talked about the big, heavy, heavy duty storms coming in the, in the central part of the United States. I mean, Oklahoma got ripped up pretty bad and now we're coming into the 10 years of ice age. Uh, we're going to have the coldest Arctic weather. The prophecy talks about, um, in, in, in some of them, we're coming into this ice, ice age for 10 years. So
2: much for global Uh, (laughs) Well, yeah, but what about
3: well,
4: I, global warming? You can call it global warming. You can just call it climate change. You can call it whatever it is, but I see it as this is a warning, and um, I think United States got you know got a, a wake up call with nine eleven and many other things. I mean, there's a lot of things going on in the world, but these earthquakes, the fracking, they're warning. They're warning. Stop taking the oil out of the mother, the blood out of the mother. She needs that oil in her. The water pollutions, the all these, the, the smog, Willie Whitefeather has a great video called Hope, and you should see it. That's a prophecy of the, the Cheyenne and Cherokee, and it's on video. You can see it. It's an amazing, his prophecy about the two-legged walking in two paths. Have you seen that, Chris? That's a great video.
3: Who's Willie White Willie Whitefeather. Yeah, he has an incredible video. He won the the, uh, People's Choice Award, I think, at the Sedona Film Festival.
4: Yeah, that one really tells prophecy that happened. And, you know, um, I don't have it in front of me, or I could just tell you the whole story, because I can't hold all 500 nations' stories in my head. But there's uh, there's probably, I can think of 15, and I'd have to go get my books and pull them out for you uh, and give you the different prophecies that have happened. But, um, I mean, the things that have happened, but I do remember him saying if we don't stop the smog and we don't clean up the air and we don't get the plastics out of the waters and all all this spin is going to happen on us and it's going to crash. And Mother Earth is, uh, I call it, excuse me, Mother Earth. Um, The Earth is going to get really tired of us and she's just going to clean herself up, whether she's shaking, rocking and rolling. um, We're going to have to
3: shake and please." (laughs)
4: Yeah, we we've had some we've had some earthquakes up here recently, some really heavy ones. Uh, and I'm up in Upper Lake, California. But the climate change, I think we always have climate change. I, I think it just it depends. They talk about the North and the South Poles, you know, every one thousand years shifting. That's another prophecy, and they say we're in a big shift. But the and every thousand years, it either goes positive or negative, and we're coming into the. The one thousand years are positive, and so Mother Earth is just going to shake her skin and shake us all up and rejuvenate herself, and she's going to freeze areas, and she's just going to clean herself up. And if it's if we're not careful, we're going to go off the planet. And I think that's part of the Hopi prophecy of the blue Kachina and the red Kachina. And that's the whole story that I, I'm still researching more information that is coming out on it. So that's a huge prophecy.
13: Yeah, and
4: uh, yeah. hopefully we can come together before all, 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 uh, all, all that breaks loose. Cause there's, we're only in the beginning of the destruction. We're only at the beginning
2: Only the beginning, which means it can only get worse. Maybe we should all get into our spacecraft
4: and leave somewhere else. Yeah, 2016 to 2017, 2018. So if you can get through till 2020, you know, or what could that mean? More jobs changing, the earth changes. It means that, excuse me, we have to get off our little pushies and get out there and make changes. We need to get rid of, uh, stop taking the oil out of the earth. We need to clean our water up. We need to clean our air up. We need to clean up kids up and help them with education. We'll
2: have more about this discussion in our next segment with Cynthia Hart Button and Gene and Chris. You're in the podcast. Neighbors, I want to tell you about my favorite graphics app. It's the award-winning Graphic Converter. You know, Graphic Converter is the universal genius for photo editing on your Mac. Join over 1.5 million loyal users for this Swiss Army Knife photo editing app. It gives you all you expect from a top-flight image editing app with tons of features. And most important, it's easy to use. It's also far less expensive than that other app that you can only get by subscription. You know, the one I'm talking about. What's more, you can get 20% off with your order right now. So write this down to learn about Graphic Converter. Go to www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Let me spell that. www.lemkesoft.de slash gene.
11: Would it be okay if you had two paychecks instead of one? I'm Pharmacist Keith. Dr. Wallach, the dead doctors don't like I and myself, want to show you how to get an extra paycheck every month, creating an extra income that will last for years to come by joining Dr. Wallach's crusade, spreading his message of better health. To learn more, visit radio.recordedvideo.com. That's radio.recordedvideo.com. Radio.recordedvideo.com. Or call 866-257-3105. a recorded message.
0: This is a life-changing message for anyone with sleep apnea who is on the go and tired of dragging around a big bulky home CPAP device. Now there's finally a portable device that's as small as a soda can and weighs less than a pound. You can even add a battery that's as tiny as a deck of cards. It's the Transcend Mini CPAP and if you're one of the first 100 callers you can try Transcend risk-free for 10 days. So call now 1-800-441-9833. Transcend is the world's first portable mini CPAP device. It gives you the freedom to sleep in total comfort anywhere you are. Our smallest and most advanced portable design ever, Transcend is so small and so light, you can fit it in your briefcase or purse to use anywhere you go. It's FAA compliant too, so you can even sleep comfortably while flying. To guarantee your 10-day in-home trial, you must be one of the first 100 callers to call miniCPAP.com now. 1-800-441-9833. Again,
15: that's one eight hundred four four one nine eight three three. This is Ben Gordon, and if your teeth are stained from coffee, tea, or smoking, Power Swabs is the answer. In five minutes, you'll see two shades whiter teeth, and in seven days, six shades. There's no messy strips or trays that you have to leave in your mouth for an hour. Just swab your teeth for five minutes, and you're done. To try Power Swabs, call 1-800-290-8480. Your bright white smile will have your friends talking about how great you look. Try it risk-free. 1-800-290-8480. That's 1-800-290-8480.
1: We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com.
2: Chris is getting deeper and deeper into something, and I haven't figured out what yet, but we're talking to Cynthia Hartbutton before we get back with her. I want to tell you about After the Paracast, our second radio show. And you can only download that show if you subscribe to The Paracast Plus. Go to plus, P-O-U-S dot theparacast dot com. That's plus dot dot com. You get After the Paracast, the commercial-free version of this show. Special selected audio and video files from Paul Kimball's Other Side of Truth and more. Please go to plus.thepowercast.com for more information. The prices start just $4.99 a month. We're talking here to intuitive Cynthia Hart Button about a lot of the things that we need to be doing to straighten out our planet, but it doesn't look as if people are doing that.
4: Well, I think Mother Earth is that's why I think Mother Earth is going to make some big statements in the next year or two. I think uh, but i'm I pray. Like all the elders are doing, it's our responsibility to start making the change, start talking to the children. And we have been. We've been preparing. We can't do anything about the adults that are here. We, we try to educate or we try to bring some reality. It's common sense, and it's not for everybody. And common sense is one of the things that comes from the your five senses, and everybody's intuitive. Everybody is psychic. Everybody, to me, has gifts that are given to us. Uh, We just have forgotten them, or we are in another box or program or pre-whatever our brain is, to take the easiest routes out. Me, I believe in rolling my sleeve up, working seven days a week, and working hard. That's what I do every day. I'm with these animals seven days a week, and I work hard. I work 12 hours, 15 hours a day. Why? Because I love it. I love sharing the buffaloes. I love talking about the buffaloes. I like being outside. I like educating. Uh, I like to show them... The cows that we have here, that's where their milk comes from. And we don't put all these chemicals in cows. And I work with Dr. Gabriel Cousins, educating to grow your food. You can grow your food in your apartments in this. And if people would just take responsibility of their daily needs themselves and not put it on other people to produce it for them, I think this world would be a better place. We need to walk more. We need to get outside and exercise. Uh, We need to do things that we used to do to keep our bodies in shape. This is a vehicle, and uh, to put it into another vehicle and make it run because we we choose not to. We choose to live a fast pace of life. That is all coming to an end. And I think you're going to see satellites falling out of the sky. I think you're going to see Mother Earth is just going to turn us around and spin us around. And I think that's what's happening. And hopefully Let me ask she'll you something quickly
2: here. I want to try to keep the answers shorter so our listeners can process it between the segments. You mentioned earlier having some UFO encounters. Do you think yes. that represents an alien visitation or a warning by Mother Earth about something? What's your opinion?
4: I think both. I think the ones that were in Sedona were there because there was heavy mining going on. They were mining for diamonds, turquoise. Uh, They were doing a lot of mining and uh, a lot of the earth was starting to fall down. Jerome is sliding every year down into a hole. I think a lot of the UFO that came there, uh, we saw cows dissected and we saw literally a closed encounter. It's really scary stuff. I think they were trying to figure out how to help the Earth and help us and and guide us. Then I think there were aliens that I saw that were pretty dangerous, and they gave them labels, the Grays and all these other names, and I can never keep up with all that stuff. But I think these people that had some heavy-duty encounters that were killed were definitely tested items. Then I do believe that there are people that were captured that were enlightened uh, to give information out. So I kind of see it as like, you know, how we have multicultures. I think that's what's happening with aliens. We have There's multicultural aliens out there that sees the need the earth needs or sees an opportunity to take off races or to do whatever they need to do. They've been doing it for a long time. I mean, you talk to the Hopis, you want to talk about The Kachinas, which are the space people that they saw, if you really sit down and talk to Davis or some of the old elders, they will tell you some of the encounters they had. Some were good and some were bad. I agree that the aliens are here to help us and also to destroy us. So there you go.
2: (laughs) Well, you cover both bases anyway.
4: Yep. I'm concerned. Uh, There has been a lot of ships being seen over here recently around our lake. And I haven't seen them yet, but the elders are talking about it. And so it's been interesting. And I guess there's been a lot of sightings. I'm not sure what's going on. And they talk about meeting the blue planet with the Kachina, with NASA. I haven't researched it yet, but I'm working on it. I think I told Chris or Chris right. a little bit about it.
3: First, what has to happen is one of the dancers has to take take his mask off during a ceremonial uh, Kachina dance. Then, then that, that ushers in the blue star Kachina and the red star and all that. Right, right. That dancer's got to take his mask off. It, it almost happened four years ago, but but he kept it on.
4: Yeah, the timing wasn't right. Well, you know, the, the snake dances are done now. The elder James died, and there was nobody to pass the snake dances. Yeah. And that was their prophecies, when the snake dance... Dies, then the black snake will come across the earth. Well, that's what's happening with the with the Humpapa and the Lakota Nation. They call that that oil rig the black snake, and so all that is happening. They use animals for terminology for destructions or yeah. gatherings or whatever. So now we're coming into the black snake, and they're going to destroy the black snake. The black snake has to be lifted. And then they, they talk about the freezing cold coming and then the times of the Blue Star being birthed and then the Red Kachina. But I don't know the story of the Red Kachina. I do know the story. I have it. I just haven't read it yet.
3: Well, uh, I think it goes clock. in one direction uh, uh, two consecutive nights and then, then the other one goes the other, uh, back the other way. Something like that. And that's the signal to uh, go to the, the Cipapulima.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: The place of the well, Something
4: uh, happens up the... Standing Rock, uh, something about the Blue Star and the Red Star, I didn't get to find out. I'm still trying to get through to a couple elders, but they've been having freezing cold weather up there, so yeah. they haven't been in their areas.
3: There's so but many think, different versions by white people that I really, yeah. it's very difficult for me to, to even discuss it uh, privately, let alone on the air. <laughs> so Absolutely. I, I don't know. Absolutely. I don't know what it is. I've heard too many different versions. I think there's too much inconsistency. There's a lot of people in Sedona, most especially women that think they know what they're talking about and uh, go up uh, to Hopi and are told something, and then they go around and put their own spin on it. We should be very careful uh, when we're we're dealing with the primordial culture on the you know the aboriginal people of 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 the Western world. We should be very careful when we're uh, discussing their you know sacred prophecy. And um, mm-hmm. you know it's you know as as you as you pointed out you really don't know and and um, you know <laughs> the more research you do the more confusing actually it actually becomes so absolutely
4: be careful absolutely I agree with
2: you. Okay, we'll continue with this discussion as we expand upon our horizons for the future. Who knows? With Jean and Chris, you're in the Paracast. <laughs>
8: to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today.
9: Are you looking to become more self-sufficient? Then you need to have your own energy source. The Solark EMP Hardened Generator is automatic, maintenance-free, and reduces your monthly electric bill. You can also take it off-grid when you go camping. Contact PortableSolarLLC.com or call for details at 972-575-8875 today. Portable Solar LLC gives you everything you need to start using solar energy in less than one hour. Solark EMP Hardened Solar Generator Energy Insurance. For your family or business, call Portable Solar LLC today.
18: Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Injury help desk is responsible for this advertisement. Principal Office, Las Vegas, Nevada. This ad is not legal advice, and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention heartburn drug users. If you or a loved one has taken Nexium, Prevacid, or Prilosec to treat heartburn, acid reflux, or indigestion, and suffered serious kidney damage, chronic kidney disease, or kidney failure, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. Studies from the JAMA Internal Medicine indicate a significant increased risk of acute and chronic kidney disease from taking proton pump inhibitors. If you or a loved one was diagnosed with kidney failure or chronic kidney disease after taking Nexium, Prevacid, or Prilosec to treat heartburn, acid reflux, or indigestion, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. Act now. Time is limited to file a claim. For a free consultation and free information, call Injury Help Desk now. You may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. Call 800-225-8944. That's 800-225-8944. Again, 800-225-8944. Call now.
16: This is Jacques Vallée You're listening to the Paracast The gold standard of paranormal radio
2: Chris, why don't you bring us up to date on what you were getting at before Cynthia responded in our previous segment? There's
3: so many different versions of white people uh, coming back from Hopi with a particular aspect of, especially the Blue Star Kachina prophecy. Mm-hmm. This is this is the one that is is the most controversial, and you hear more and more different versions of it. And so I I just I caution you know Cynthia, I caution myself, I caution everyone to really. Be very, very careful when when discussing this, because it's it's created so much problem up there. I think some of the information is purposeful disinformation that's being given people. I think people are being given partial information. and I think people are are being given misinformation. Um, and I, I really think that they're holding the true, you know the the essence, the the essential information, I think is being held back. And they're not really sharing that um, because the white man done t- took everything else. You know, when somebody asked Richard right. Pryor, how come black men always are grabbing their package? He says, because you white white boys have done t- took everything else. Well, it's the same with, with prophecy. A yeah. lot of the prophecy that um, you hear about coming from Native American traditions, you're only hearing a watered down version of it or a Cliff Notes version of it, shall we say. And the same with the Lakota prophecy of white buffalo calf woman. Let's talk about that a little bit. Why don't you, uh, because I I know you know quite a bit about it, and there's there's a number of uh, prophecies. Why don't we discuss that real quick so that people have a a better sense of why the uh, buffalo, these white buffalo are so important to the Plains Indians.
4: And I totally agree with everything you're saying uh, on that situation. That's why, on my website, the White Bison Association, we have Orville Looking Horse telling the prophecy, because I think the only people that should tell prophecy is the people that is part of their nation. I, I, I can't talk for other nations, and I can't. Right. That's why that when you well, ask well,
3: you got to tell because, people who Orville is. Orville <laughs> is the chief of the Lakota.
4: He's the nineteenth carrier of the White Buffalo Calf Pipe. Right, and, and he's, he's chief
3: of the-, of the Lakota.
4: Yeah, and so I will talk about the prophecy, but one thing I want to say is most of the traditions and the prophecies been handed down because the elders, they don't write. And usually things that are written aren't accurate uh, because they're supposed to be handed down verbally, and that's the common denominator I find out. And you are absolutely right about when the Indians tell the stories, they don't tell you all about all the stuff. They don't, because they're supposed to be in teepees, they're supposed to be in Nipi lodges. These are sacred gifts and they don't want to uh, get it out. If you're serious and you really want to become part of them, then you can go to those sacred spots. But then I can guarantee you, once you know those sacred stories, well, you won't reveal them either because it's part of, I don't know, it's it, its kind of a mind thing, I guess, or whatever. There's stories that I won't tell. I just won't tell, but I know. But let's go to the White Buffalo Taffelman. That one I can speak of because I haven't met. Been a Sundancer. I've really studied the white buffalo calf woman and uh, that whole thing. And she is a woman uh, that came to her people during a time uh, when they had gotten smallpox and all the diseases, and they were, the white man had pushed them out and let them freeze to death. And they did a ghost dance, and the ghost dance led them to get their braves to go look hunt for buffalo. And after the ghost dance, one of them had a vision of a white buffalo. And he said, no, I'm not going to kill a white buffalo. There's no way. And he went to his chief. And he sent that boy and another boy out to go get them food and go find a herd that they could hunt. And in the hunt, they came upon a buffalo that walked out of the herd and turned into a woman. But what they thought she was riding was a buffalo, and here it was a horse. And she came up to them. And the one guy that was kind of cocky with her, he just, she just turned him to dust. And I want you to know that was the power of the feminine saying, if you don't honor and respect and have integrity, you're, you're gone. And that's what she did. And basically then to the other one, she said, go to your people and set up a round area for me. And I come with sacred gifts to help you get through the winter. And he did. He ran back to his people and said, there's a woman coming uh, that will help us. As he got back and they set up an area for her, Um, and lit a fire for her, she came in and she brought seven sacred gifts, and one of them was the prayer pipe. And um, the prayer pipe is to teach you how to pray to Great Spirit. You pray in the morning and the evening, sunrise, sunset, and that's when um, the shifts happen. And so she explained the prayer pipe to them and how to pray that great spirit would answer their, their gifts. And then she brought the sacred dance, the sun dance, learning how to sacrifice and learning many different dances. The bear dances, it, it goes on, and I won't go into each one of those. I think that's horrible looking horse's job, after all, he is the chief. But when I did my sun dance and when I did all the different sacred dances, there is a part of me that became very heartful to the world became very heartful and compassion to the world. Even in all this destruction, I still pray for the people, and I pray that everyone opens up, and that's what White Buffalo Woman is about. She's about come into your heart. Come in and just learn some of these sacred ways, and it it will help you cope with the pain and all the things that are happening around you, and they're just a beautiful story and a beautiful tales of how mankind can survive through the heart of love and compassion and peace, kind of like the Tibetans had their tools. So white Buffalo woman, um, took care of her people. And as she left, left, she said, uh, I will be back. Some people say in 200 years, or uh, there will be the return of the Buffalo and I will see how you're doing. And determinations will be made at that time. Her words weren't determination. She will see, said her, her uh, um, she will see if mankind has come together. She, she wanted those pipes and those dances to be a way that we all had something we could do together that would give us a common denominator. Well, you see how well that worked. And today, you know, the Indians went through all their changes, learning how the white man is not going to steal their traditions and and all the crazy chaos that's going on since the white buffalo. But the return of the white buffalo now has brought the Indians hope, has brought them back to stand up for the earth, to stand up for the water, to stand up for the air, to stand up for their people and all people of all colors. And so her return is here. And when she went back into the herd, When she left them, she changed to four colors and became a a white buffalo and walked away. So it's all symbolic. It's all, to me, uh, from my perspective, I can't speak for, you know, Orville Looking Horse or any of the other elders to talk about it. But in my heart, when they started doing the ceremonies, I became more heartful.
3: Well, it became became very real for Jim and Dina when that baby was born and all the, (laughs) the ranch became Mecca.
4: (laughs) Oh my goodness. I would never have thought at any moment that these animals would, I would be their caretaker. I figured we were just going to be with Dean and Jim forever. And you know, the people would come and we we would do our things because I'm a teacher and, um, Of of life. And so I thought I would be doing life teachings. I would have never thought that this responsibility would be given to me in the way it has. And it is a huge responsibility. I have to deal with guns. I have to deal with people. Uh, It's it's insane. So, but I just look above it and say, I'm just here to educate and to hold the prophecies to the highest that man will wake up and get a clue, you know, and... You know, that's really what what we need to do. We need to wake up. That's the and message, And we need yeah. to get out of... Get out Let, of let's do our break here,
2: guys. Up. Let's do our break and we'll continue. We've got more to talk about, about prophecies and more, and maybe how to get the message out to regular people who don't have any of this on their radar. What do you tell them? We have Cynthia Hart-Button with Gene and Chris. You're in The
17: podcast <laughs>
2: Stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the Powercast. podcast you go to store.theparacast.com stop by and take a shopping tour.
5: Lifetime grazed 100% grass fed beef has the health benefits you seek. When compared to conventional beef it offers good fats while virtually eliminating the bad. That's the result of cattle who never eat grain ever. Rich in antioxidants including vitamin E, C, beta carotene and CLA. No artificial hormones antibiotics or other drugs. For all our fresh non-cooked products with only 100% grass fed beef go to MidasResources.com. Use voucher code Go GCN to get 30% off your order. MidasResources.com or find us on Facebook.
16: This is Dan Pillot. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com.
14: If you or someone you care about loves outdoor adventure, then check out slingbow.com for some unique holiday gift ideas. That's slingbow.com, where we have some innovative new products for the archer, hunter, or bow fishing enthusiast in your family now through january use the promo code holiday to get free shipping in the u.s or canada and from all of us at slingbow industries have a safe joyous and peaceful holiday season
6: hi peter peccaro for paranormaldate.com are you looking for love in all the wrong places now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at paranormaldate.com this incredible dating site puts people of like minds together Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more, and this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com, ParanormalDate.com, and use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. For years, you've looked for
5: safe solutions to protect what you've worked so hard to build. How do you weather the next market correction with confidence? Now there's a way to conquer the technology hurdle and help protect your profits without buying an annuity in any market condition. Introducing WealthGuard from OnTheMarkMoney.com. WealthGuard lets you know in advance if your accounts are dropping, an early warning system that tracks all your accounts. Get WealthGuard today, 100% free. Go to OnTheMarkMoney.com. That's (laughs) OnTheMarkMoney.com.
2: This is Jerome Clark, author of the UFO Encyclopedia and other books. You're listening to the Paracast. Cynthia, all this is very fascinating, and I'm learning things I didn't know before because I have not been a follower of Indian lore. But let's put ourselves in the position of the listener of this show, because we reach a very wide, varied audience around the world. We reach people who listen to traditional radio stations, who listen online, people who have been following this stuff for many years, people who know nothing about it, and maybe need to be brought up to date, and certainly you've been doing that by explaining all the meaning of these various things. But to somebody who just can't find the way to believe what you say makes any sense or has any relevance to their day-to-day life, which is a struggle. I think we struggle more these days than a lot of people did than our parents did. What do you tell them? How do you get them started in understanding what you have learned?
4: I usually... Well, I usually take them out into nature and I have a conversation with them. Or um, if I'm on the phone, I'll say to them, go to the window. Are you near the water or could you go out and call me from the park? And the first thing I'll say, what do you think of the trees? I ask them questions about the grass, the ground. What is the ground like? What is the water like? What is your favorite thing in nature? They all give me different answers, and some people just love water. It gives them peace and tranquility, and it gives them—they feel warm. They feel like they're back into the, their room. Some people feel that. Some people feel like it's just good exercise. People that really don't know, it's—I bring them back to their knowing. And nature, it, to me, if, if anything's close to God, it's nature. Uh, because you can see it, you can feel it, you can experience it. So I bring everybody back to nature. I have them start doing breathing. I have them do four deep breaths. I have them really look in their soul and say, what is it you really want to do with your life? And they'll say, not what I'm doing now. Or, well, I'm pretty content as long as I can add this or add that. And I'm saying, well, when are you going to do it? Or what are you going to do about it? And they start telling me a plan and they'll say, and I'm like, and when are you going to apply this? And I think basically what I'm here for is to help people get on their path, to get back into who they are, their nature. I have a, uh, a woman that said she never grew a plant in her life, any kind of plant. And I said, what is your favorite flower? And I try to get people to bring plants inside their house, uh, putting water, anything water where water's running, whether it's a fountain. Uh, Meditations. The Tibetans have great meditations. We have to find our inner peace. And I try to get them to do that because the inner peace helps us open up our intuitiveness. It brings us to the senses, you know, the five senses and the five principles of life, but the five senses is hearing and seeing and smelling and tasting, right? And everybody, to me, everybody's a psychic. I mean, everybody, but you have to be still and you have to be quiet to hear your intuitive voice. Some people call it the child within. Some people call it, they hear voices, but they don't know what it is. And then they hear different voices. What you want to search for, is your inner soul voice. Different tribes and different people call it different things. I just say to people, let's just sit down and talk about you. And when they do that, there's this beautiful being comes out of them. So that's how I handle it.
2: Is it harder with a city slicker like me? I grew up in the streets of Brooklyn, New York, and I was very far away from the country. What about people like me?
4: I think city slickers are the greatest because they've learned the soulful life. They learn right from wrong really quick. They learn to be skeptical. They learn to be very quick minded and, and very right, wrong, good, bad. They, they got those down really clear. So I, I always say you got all the, the ways down. Now let's step back from that box, that ways, all those ways and find out what it is inside you that you want to see in your life. And of course they start saying, well, I want to see less traffic. I want to see this. I want to see that. And I said, well, okay, let's do that for a moment. Let's go to a park. Let's go to a national forest. Get back into nature. Where's your favorite place to go? I have people that tell me they like to go to gardens. They like to go to see car races. They like to go where horses are. They just like to sit home and watch videos. And I'll say, okay, well, let's watch an Earth video. So I always try to bring everybody back to the planet and get them in touch with the Earth and pick up ground or sand or anything. If I have to, I'll get them into a bathwater. It doesn't matter. I have to merge them into touching the Earth in some way. For you, I would you're around a lot of of magnetics. I would probably say, when are you going to take your first vacation to the ocean?
2: I don't think Gene's ever seen the ocean.
4: (laughs) I know. Of course I have. I grew up
2: in Brooklyn, and there's the Atlantic Ocean out there. Well, since you moved out here.
4: What is is your deep passion on the earth? Do you like the water, the the land? Do you like, uh, what do you like?
2: More land than water. I was never a big thing about the water. I think the reason is, let me give you a reason for that, okay? Let's make this real personal. So I used to go to summer camp. In upstate New York, and this is when I was maybe 10, 12, 13 years old. And finally, I decided to learn how to swim. And I was doing okay until I had sort of an accident, and somebody had to help me out of the water. And I never went swimming again. And I began to dislike the water after that.
4: Okay. I had similar experience. I don't like the water. I almost drowned it twice. I'm a, I'm also a person that really likes land and mountains better. Do you like the streams? Do you like the brooks? Do you like uh, little lakes?
2: Well, it's not that you get to see too many anymore where we live in Arizona. I just see the desert. He,
4: he likes see the desert. You don't cactus. You don't go to any of the the, the Lake Montezuma. I mean, or go to the Well Montezuma Well.
3: No, he winner? won't drive up here. He's he's afraid of mountain roads.
4: Oh, I would love to take you on. <laughs> I would definitely love to help you get back to your nature. Um, you're living in Arizona, and you don't do you go out hiking at all? Have you ever taken him down into the canyons and seen the waterfalls?
3: He he he, he would uh, absolutely. He wouldn't be able to handle it. I don't no. do well with I, heights, folks. Yeah, he, he doesn't do well with heights. I mean, just driving up and over the Mingus Mountains on 17 would, would, would terrify him.
2: I've done it, but I don't like it. I'm not comfortable with that
4: yeah. kind of drive. So basically, I would start you out at Red Rock Crossing, and I would probably take you out to the park and let you just sit in front of Red Rock Crossing where the stream is. And I would probably have you just listen to the water yeah, and that listen good. to... That would be, I would get you starting there, and we would just sit and talk, and we would talk about you, and we would talk about, you know, all that type of things, and then I would probably um, keep working with you until you got used to the water sounds, and then have you touch the water, because I know you wouldn't be afraid to touch water, and probably give you a rock out of the water And, uh, and that water and that rock would help you let go of the fears. Um, you need to let go of fear and you're a really good person for a vision quest and vision quest can be just in your backyard. It doesn't have to go. You don't have to climb a huge mountain. You don't have to go very far for vision quest. Vision quest is just an area outside where you feel comfortable. You can even put a water fountain right in your backyard if that's all you want to do. some sometime I would like to, I'm going to be coming to Arizona soon, I would like to sit down and talk to you and help you through that. Because once you got through that, that water situation, now you don't have to ever swim or ever go in the water or anything, but it's called the piece of water. It will also let the feminine energy run through you because the feminine is water. And it will also let you uh, deal with mother. It will let you deal with a lot of the feminine stuff that you can just become very present with and bring you back into that wholeness of inner peace. That's what I would do.
2: Well, maybe if we can know, get together. Definitely the next time that you're in Arizona, when will that and be? Then we talk about Barbara.
4: And yeah, talk about who
3: Barbara his wife.
4: Oh, okay. Cause there's a lot of stuff dealing with that and I feel it. And, exactly. um, but I'd rather be in person. You know what I mean?
2: When do you expect to come back to Arizona?
4: Well, um, we're hoping, uh, by March or April, uh, to be in there. But, um, I'm talking to Brooke right now, a girl from, cause we're looking at Montezuma Lake or, uh, well, and so I'm looking at some land over there.
2: We have to do our break guys. <laughs> we'll get into more yeah. of that after the break. Considering okay. the possibilities for the future with okay. Cynthia and Gene and yeah. Chris, you're in the podcast.
8: Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNLive.com today.
9: Being self-reliant is about being prepared and to do what you need to have your own source of renewable energy. Portable Solar LLC offers the most powerful EMP-hardened solar system on the market that is transportable from place to place, and the best part, it's very affordable. Contact them at PortableSolarLLC.com or call for details at 972-575-8875. Arc EMP-hardened solar generator energy insurance for your family or business. Call Portable Solar LLC today or go to PortableSolarLLC.com to check out their patent-pending technology.
1: welcome back to the paracast the gold standard of paranormal radio and now here's gene steinberg
2: so chris was going to ask you before we had to our break cynthia you are considering moving back to arizona now
4: we're considering a lot of places right now. My love is Arizona. I, I Even though I lived in Pennsylvania and I grew up in the areas of Ohio and Cleveland and Ithaca, New York, and all those areas, my, my nature and where I really grew up, and I didn't grow up till I was about, I would say, in my 30s, is Sedona, Arizona, and I would like to come back there eventually. Um, the other areas I'd like to work with some of the universities in Stanford and a couple places that are calling because we want to start doing some breeding programs because now we have the Canadian blood of the buffalo and the plains buffalo pure, and they're pure buffalo. And so um, the university, we tried to do tribal stuff with them, but they fight over them and argue on who's going to get which one first and how they're going to do this. And, you know, there's a lot of jealousy and stuff. So I just thought. Okay, the university is neutral, so we can do a native program there and veterinarian and, and all kinds of stuff. And so we're looking right now, we're in the process, in the spring, we're going to make an announcement of what we're going to be doing. Yeah,
3: yeah I was gonna ask, where we're going to ask, it's so rare to have these animals. I, I was wondering if uh, any sort of uh, uh, efforts have been made to have genetic uh, testing done on them to figure That's out uh, bloodlines.
4: Yeah, we're going to be doing that. and. I do know a lot. I'm writing a history book called The Legend of the White Buffalo Herd, and it's basically from the time they were born and all their habits and what we're finding out that these animals need a lot of fruit and vegetables and trace minerals and certain hay is not good, certain climates. So I'm just going to be writing a, a history book, hopefully getting my Ph.D. at Stanford on that, Working on a lot of different things and how to sustain these animals. They can't handle the freezing cold like the brown ones can. They can handle 120 degrees. It's kind of and but my Canadian woods can handle a little bit hotter, but they don't like the freezing cold. And so we have to barn them and we have to show new ways to protect these animals. I think that's one of the reasons they haven't been around, is uh, because they're more delicate. I mean, I really personally think that the best climate for them is Hawaii, but because uh, they love tropical fruit and uh, they're very personable, they're they're very sweet animals. The ones we have, uh, they like people. They very connect. They're always stargazers, though. They're always watching the stars. When the sun goes down, and, of course, it's beam a light, we're off generators, we're off the grid here, and they just watch the stars all night. Where my brown ones don't even pay attention to the stars. They're just eating, grazing, sleeping. But a few of my whites I've noticed really are stargazers. So hopefully we will connect to... Uh, community and a university that will help us get breeding programs out. I would love to give some of the res, uh, reservations that, uh, that have buffaloes, a white buffalo to work with, but we have to educate them on this particular breed and right. how they, what their needs are yeah. and protect them from poachers. We get so many poachers trying to kill these animals because they're worth more dead than alive. Kind of yeah, like Linda Tucker. A-
3: now yeah. it's been a continuing struggle to maintain the, uh, the the herd and and stuff and and you do have a five hundred three c nonprofit set up so that people that mm-hmm. are interested in getting more information about the herd about the history and the traditional uh, history of these animals um, and their yeah, prophesized return there yeah, is have- a way for you uh, to help out uh, Charles and mm-hmm. Cynthia to. To help feed the animals and help help with their care. So at the end of the end of our program, we're going to have a uh, a chance for uh, for Cynthia to give out her information. So get a pen and 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 be ready to help. Uh, we really need some help, uh, you know, maintaining these animals. And also, uh, when the show gets posted, we'll have any links that uh, Cynthia provides us uh, will be click throughs to the various uh, websites that um, Cynthia has about herself and, and the herd. Now, some other areas that we didn't really, um, that we kind of gl- went over too, too quickly. When you're talking about the white buffalo calf woman prophecy, there, there are a number of different white buffalo prophecies. That is the one that most people are, uh, at least have heard of that one, uh, if they've heard okay. of any. What are some of the other prophecies around the world about Spirit animals and white animals, and what their appearance uh, means, and and the fact that we do seem to be having more and more sightings of different kinds of animals that are that are showing up uh, that don't appear to be albino, but but are this white, uh, this beautiful white color. What are some of the other well, I, uh, traditions?
4: Well, I do know that Hawaii has the story of the peacocks. The Mayan has the story of the black and white buffalo, which uh, we also carry the black buffalo too. We have Black Jack, if you remember him, Chris. He's a big black boy. He's a Canadian woods. Um, they have a prophecy in Mexico down in the Mayans uh, about when the white and black buffalo come together to their people, that will peace will begin. Um, most of all the white animals' prophecies have a story like the white bear, the spirit bear that's in Canada and on our borders of the United States that are being chased out by fracking, uh, not to bring that up, but I did, they have a prophecy of the bear and it means the time of change. And then they have the white, um, uh, dolphins in Peru. And it's about the times of change and the waters are going to change. And the white whales up in Alaska, um, I think there's one that is an albino and you have to, Make sure when you're talking about white animals that these don 't have the pink eyes and the pink nose and the blue eyes and all that, but there is a prophecy of the whales and the the time of change of the whales. the whales will be leaving the planet in a new uh, a new style of them is coming i guess or a new species of them, and that's happening uh, There is the otter, and the otter talks about the water again a lot of the the These birds and animals, of the prophecies, are all about the water and about the air. And they talk about the change and that humanity has to change. And and the four-legged and the two-legged, and if they need to exist. So many animals, uh, they talk about, are going off the planet. But they're they're not talking about all the new ones that are coming in and changing. And I think humans are going to change.
3: Fukushima is mutating the genes, and so we're having these... Two-headed orcas being born and, and starfish losing their arms and, you know, Lord knows what else. Uh, what do you think about the Fukushima disaster and, and the fact that it is totally faded from public awareness? And, and, and they, they are really, uh, scientists are extremely alarmed right now at what appears to be the, the slow strangulation and death of the Pacific Ocean.
4: You know, the the biggest shock was when Charles and I went up to go get our Pendleton blankets that we have made. Um, We were looking out over Portland, which is a very beautiful sight. I had never been there. And uh, uh, all of a sudden, they see this oriental statue on the beach. And I was like, where did that thing come from? And then they're like, oh, yeah, that just floated down here. I was having a hard time breathing. And uh, Dr. Gabriel Cousins, of course, is telling you, to. he has uh, different remedies that will help you from all this radiation poisoning. But um, uh, I think that this radiation is here. Uh, I think Mother Earth is giving us so many signs. People get cleaned up. And I think this is a sign. I mean, um, so many people in Portland and on the coastlines are all getting cancer from the water. And, um, I mean, cinnamon has gone off the market. They always say if you eat cinnamon, that helps you from the radiation and from the computer stuff. And that has been scientifically proven. And, of course, Dr. Gabriel Cousins is really helping with different radiation remedies because it's huge out here. It's There's all kinds of epidemics of radiation poisoning and uh, but it doesn't seem to be talked about at all and i'm really shocked but i definitely i was in bend between mountains and then i came down to portland and i could hardly breathe. You I know i wanted to ask you about body. that
2: about conditions and poisoning and all that and let's do that in our next segment okay Kay. Cynthia Hart mm-hmm. Button with Gene and Chris exploring prophecies the prospects for the future With Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. Neighbors, I want to tell you about my favorite graphics app. It's the award-winning Graphic Converter. You know, Graphic Converter is the universal genius for photo editing on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for this Swiss Army knife photo editing app. It gives you all you expect from a top-flight image editing app with tons of features. And most important, it's easy to use. It's also far less expensive than that other app that you can only get by subscription. You know, the one I'm talking about. What's more, you can get 20% off with your order right now. So write this down to learn about Graphic Converter. Go to www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Let me spell that. www.lemkesoft.de slash gene.
0: Honey, what is that in your CPAP mask? Oh, that's just my mold collection. Oh, gross. And what is that?
11: What, that bacteria colony right there? Yeah, cool, huh? Okay,
1: CPAP users, admit it. You're not always as careful about cleaning your system as you should be. Unfortunately, a dirty mask and hose can make you sick, respiratory infections, allergy attacks, and more. But now there's an easy way to protect yourself. SoClean.com has released the world's first and only automated CPAP cleaner and sanitizer. It kills 99.9% of CPAP germs in minutes. For a limited time, you can try it risk-free for 30 days. Just call 1-800-944-1065. So clean is hands free. Just pop in your mask, close the lid, and presto! Your CPAP comes out clean and fresh in minutes. Don't let germs wreak havoc on your health. Call in the next 10 minutes for your risk free trial.
6: 1-800-944-1065. That's 1-800-944-1065. Attention small
7: business owners. Want to save money on your employee health insurance plan? Learn the little-known solution that could save thousands of dollars on your health insurance benefits and save your employees money, too. Call Health Markets for a free consultation, and one of our 3,000 local agents will show you how to make health care reform work for you. We'll design customized solutions for your business that can lower health care costs for you and your employees. We'll work directly with you to determine your needs. We search thousands of health plans from over 180 health insurance companies nationwide. You'll also find out if tax credits could save you money. Best of all, the service is free of charge. See why Health Markets has enrolled Americans in more than 2 million insurance policies. You don't have to wait for open enrollment
6: to lower your cost. Call now. Find out how much you and your employees could be saving. Representatives are standing by to assist you. Call 800-930-5137 That's 800-930-5137 800-930-5137
1: We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com.
2: Now, when you talk about this radiation, are you referring primarily to air pollution or nuclear radiation or what?
4: Nuclear radiation, uh, there's just so much radiation in the water. And, you know, if you, if you look at the horizon at sunset or sunrise, you can see it in the air. I mean, it's really weird. You don't notice it unless you go away and then you come back and then you look at it. You can see it. You can see everything on the Earth. If you want to see what's going on in the Earth, always sunrise and sunset will show you over the horizons what's going on where you live. There's the severe cases of cancer everywhere, uh, more so on the coastlines than, than ever before. So that's what I've noticed
2: well, about it. You know, it's and- interesting you mentioned cancer because supposedly now the government approved, the U.S. government approved a program to accelerate cancer research. I thought they were making progress.
4: To my knowledge, uh, I do know they have a lot of remedies out there, the natural remedies. I do know that probably one of the reasons cannabis has been legalized more, because CBDs help cancer dramatically. They're talking about the stem cells. Uh, They're talking about a lot of things. And this is a turning point for humanity, because we have to change. So either we're going to be chemically induced, or we're going to wake up and just change ourselves, you know, but there's definitely going to be body changes and, uh, physical changes dramatically because we're going to have to either go off the earth or learn how to breathe in a different way and breathe with more chemicals and that's going to change your bodies and the food product products. You know, one of the things that I get really upset is the word beefalo because when you crossbreeding animals can be a dangerous situation and people don't even, aren't even aware of it. I think as we go in these next four to five years, I really feel that America is going to wake up. I think we're going to bring our jobs back. I think we're going to start exploring more into what's going on. I only have hope. I have visions for this world to come into peace, and the peace has to start right here in the United States. And I think that that's going to happen with these newer generations coming up. And I think a lot of these chemical changes are going to make us change. Having more cancer and the diabetes. I mean, that's crazy what's going on. I mean, Hopi land was almost, I call it Hopi land, uh, excuse me, Uh, Hopi, I remember when we brought Gabriel Cousins up there to help them with diabetes on the reservation. And they didn't even know how to grow their foods because they've been so used to fried breads and all the different stuff, we came in there and helped them start growing their, pro- uh, their crops back and helped them get out of the coal and get out of all these things and get back into natural stuff, and it's really working up there. I think that all these destructions are going to lead us to more and more cures, and I think uh, But this cancer thing is really a big epidemic here, more so than ever.
3: A lot of it boils down to education, and unfortunately, the way the educational system and structure of this country is going. The emphasis is put on memorizing uh, answers for tests and not proactive, sort of useful life skills. You don't have shop anymore. You don't have power mechanics. You don't have, uh, you know, I think every school should teach kids how to plant and grow. You know, the emphasis is is totally bass-ackwards. And uh, it's really unfortunate that uh, kids are not being taught about their political system, they're not being taught about just basic human nutrition. You're not seeing the kinds of uh, emphasis on usable skills. I mean, not everybody needs to, to memorize dates and times and, and learn algebra and geometry. There's other things that are important that, that we need to, uh, to be teaching our, our kids. When you know, when I was young and in school, in elementary school, and and then into uh, junior and senior high school, I had those opportunities. I had art classes. I had uh, typing classes. I had classes that were, even though I flunked typing. <laughs> um, you flunked typing. Tell me I, more. I did. The only, only, only. I was a straight A student except for typing. The teacher and I didn't get along, so it was it was rough. I still, I just bang on, you know, I'm a, t- a three-finger typer to this day, but I can bang out, you know, half a million word books, <laughs> so.
2: With three fingers, yeah, yeah. I hear that. <laughs> now, I'm going to tell you the secret here of learning how to type. I didn't take typing class in school, but my mother was a clerk typist for a number of years, and so I said to her, how do I type? And she would show me with a few examples where to put my fingers, and I kind of figured it out myself, and then I got a book where I went through it, kind of a do-it-yourself class. Right now, probably I've lost all that knowledge, but that's how I
4: did it. I learned I learned to type in school, and I wasn't allowed to go to school until I was in about sixth grade. Thank God the schools I went to in Ohio were more trade schools in their academic, and you took office management or you took mechanics class and you took cooking class or whatever you did. And I took mechanics class and business class. And I learned to type. I got up to 118 words a minute. We had great teachers. Uh, they they taught you very well. And when I walked into the schools with my grandkids, they don't teach anything. They don't even teach writing. And I feel that, that that's what we're going to do. I mean, we are doing, because these summer programs we're doing, we're teaching the kids trace. We have a woodwork where they're carving the totem poles and they're they're making items uh, and getting woodwork skills. We teach beating and art. We teach music awareness. Um, we don't teach them theory. We just teach them how to play and instruments, how to make their instruments. I think that what's going to happen to the world is you're going to find more and more trade schools. You're going to see the the one through five going away. And, you know, I I really feel that all these schools are going to change so dramatic because they're computerized. Uh, You'll see that the basics are going to be taught in a different way, and you're going to see more and more schools, trade schools, and the universities are going to change. I, I just see education changing in a positive way because it can't keep going on the way it was, like you said. we had, Our kids don't know how to do anything. And um, that's where they lost the principles of life. We were taught, you know, in school how to have manners, even though it sounds funny. You should learn that from your parents. But a lot of times kids were only children. You know, they, were, they only had one or they had, you know, 12 to 15 kids in their family. And so the schools kind of really helped educate kids, and I think that reading, writing, arithmetic is important, but maybe not a memory, you know, math. There's different types of styles of math today. So I think that's going to come back. I think we're going to see a big educational shift, Chris. I really do, and I think we'll get out. I was taught through memory, too, and thank God I had my psychic ability.
3: <laughs> well, that that's something that I really wanted to go into more, because We've gone back and forth uh, here at the Paracast. Uh, we've been on broadcasting for 10 years, and we've only had one psychic on the show uh, <laughs> besides you. And and what I wanted to do is um, there's a, a psychic here in, in Sedona, Nuru, uh Barnum, who is uh, very, very gifted. With Cynthia, Gene, and Chris, you're in the Paracast.
8: You for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today.
15: How confident are you in your food storage? If it was all you had to rely on, would it sustain your family? Hard times, good times, or any time, Numana's storable food is the proven superior choice. Learn for yourself what happened when one man ate only Mana storable food for an entire month. Online at PowerPrepper.com. That's PowerPrepper.com. Experience the new manna difference.
13: America made.
15: Food stores I love to eat. Yum! This is Ben Gordon, and if your teeth are stained from coffee, tea, or smoking, Power Swabs is the answer. In five minutes, you'll see two shades whiter teeth, and in seven days, six shades. There's no messy strips or trays that you have to leave in your mouth for an hour. Just swab your teeth for five minutes, and you're done. To try Power Swabs, call 1-800-290-8480. Your bright white smile will have your friends talking about how great you look. Try it risk-free. 1-800-290-8480. That's 1-800-290-8480. (laughs)
12: No matter what the budget, the season, or the climate, Four season Sunrooms let you and your family enjoy the outdoors inside. Call now to hear more about these great offers from the premier manufacturer of sunrooms since
10: 1975. More reasons
13: for Four Seasons Now.
12: To find out more, call toll-free, 800-848-6333. That's 800-848-6333.
10: Good day, America. Are you tired of your butt cheeks being frozen? Tired of cold hands or cold feet? I'm tired of the cold. Well, there's a new kid on the block. It's Fortress Clothing. Fortress will keep you warm. Fortress does what no other clothing company has ever done. We keep you warm in the cold, even when wet. You heard that right, even when wet. No BS, no gimmicks, work, play, sweat in the cold, and stay warm. So quit your complaining and go to FortressClothing.com. FortressClothing.com, enter coupon code AMERICA and get 20% off any item. Mittens, jackets, pants, balaclavas or hot socks, FortressClothing.com, enter coupon code AMERICA. You're going to love being warm all winter long, FortressClothing.com.
16: Hi, this is Ted Phillips, listening to the Paracast, and it's as good as it gets, believe me.
2: Okay, so Chris was going to start talking about experiences with a psychic in your area. Well, here in Sedona, yeah. I did her
3: training seminar uh, video, and I got to see her, you know, I saw her entire you know, training um, regime that she does for students, and uh, and she's she's very gifted and uh, very attractive too. And it was kind of tough to sit there, you know, have her sitting next to me, and you know, for hours on end, you know, doing doing videos and stuff, and <laughs> you know, kind of being a little self-conscious. And she says she told me right right at the very beginning. She said, "Oh, look, don't don't, don't worry, I could turn it on or off." And I said, "Okay, good. That makes me feel a little, a little better." But um, she's offered to go on the show, and have people call in, you know, uh, during the taping session, and uh, go ahead and do cold readings on them. And she's looking forward to the challenge.
2: We got we got to do that, Gene. Well, we actually hey, had hey, a psychic on the first year or two of the show. Yeah, I, I mentioned that. Right, and they did a reading of me and my former co-host. And she, I don't know, sort of got a general picture of our business association that was probably pretty close to the mark that we were not so much friends as business associates. But otherwise, there wasn't a lot of specificity there. And that's always been the problem I've had with so-called psychic readings, is that it sounds like a cold reading. Someone's trying really hard to guess what I'm about or a particular guest is about but not really coming up with anything specific that couldn't be triggered just by focusing on what I said, yeah, the group is quite uh, specific
4: well you know the, a lot of times uh, psychics you know I had my uh, own radio show with WMS in Cleveland uh, many moons ago, and I was on for ten years as one of the psychics, and people would call in and ask questions. I can answer that one question for you i I've had good experiences and bad experiences, and I, you're only given what the person can handle in in the psychic field, because you have a shield within your own being that will only let people read you to a degree. And, you know, there's, there's psychics that are mind readers. Like, you know, a lot of us understand the mind, uh, very clearly and how that works. And I think with her, probably she had so much fear piled up on top of your fear that she probably didn't read you completely, but if you were in a friendlier situation with her, she probably would have opened up more with you. As you open up, they open up. I had an experience where a girl had... I did a reading for her, and I told her she was going to meet this guy, and I said his name. You know, I'm going to say John Doe right now. She's from your area, and I don't want to bring it up. And I told her she was going to meet this guy on a cruise, and I kept seeing raspberries all around her, and I didn't know what that meant. But she's going to meet this guy... And he is going to change her life dramatically. And I just dropped it because we were on the air and I didn't want to go into it. Four months later, she called me and she says, oh my God. She said, I wish I would have called you for a reading. I said, well, who is this and what? What are you talking about? And she says, well, I met the guy that you talked about on the cruise with the raspberries. I said, oh yeah, what was the raspberries? She goes, that was wallpaper on the cruise
2: and I said oh and I said well what was the experience and she said he gave me AIDS oh so let me ask you a question here about doing a psychic reading though do you have to physically be present with the individual before you can do this or do you just talk to them on the phone no
4: know, most people who are really into psychics or have a, a little bit of belief uh, are pretty easy to read because they're relaxed and, and okay. In her case, I didn't get to finish the reading because if she would have, if I, they would have been on the air a little bit longer and I wouldn't have been in such an egotistical to read off somebody's name and, and say all that. We learn eventually not to give people names. We also learn not to give people times because you have free will and free choice. And who are, are we to tell you? what to do and when a psychic tells you you should do something you should question that psychic you should say uh, you know is this coming from a will or a danger point or where this is and in and, and so, so so being reading on online is very dangerous I always ask the psychics you know if you're done with you know, I, you, would you please call these people back and do an intense reading with them afterwards, free of charge on our, 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 we'll we'll pay for it for you. And they say, oh, yes, because here I had a cliffhanger and, and uh, you know, and I didn't get to finish the story. But yes, I think, and, and there are, I don't think anybody's a fraud in the psychic field. I just think everybody has different developments in the psychic field.
2: You don't think and that so there are people to... out there who are doing this to get... They're $70 a minute from their 1-900 lines? Oh, yes, lines.
4: I do. Oh, yes, I do. And, it, and usually those are the ones that will say to you, um, I need that ring. That ring is cursed. Give me that ring and I'll take it. Or if they'll say, if you want a session with me. Now, there's difference between counselors that are helping you and people who are psychic. There's psychic counselors. There's counselors. But a psychic that's just giving you a reading for a general, the fee should not be high. Because it's just giving and taking. I used to say when I go on the air, give me a penny, and then we're compensated. It's just a compensation, or somebody gives me a gift, or somebody, you know, says, well, you know, let me give you some gas money. You know, that, that's really a good psychic. Somebody who has, like, you know, we have standard fees. You're paying for my time. You know, because I'm so friggin' busy and I have to take care of things. So I have people, but my, my readings are really cheap. You know, they're not expensive. I know when I come to California, people keep saying, you have to raise your price. I said, no, my price is standard and that pays for what I have to do. And it goes to the Buffalo. So I don't really care.
2: All right. Let me but just ask you then If I want to get a psychic reading from you, you have a fixed price for this?
4: I charge $35 an hour. And, uh, that's what I charge for my time for anything. If people want me to fix their fences, people want me to go out here and tell stories or whatever, or I'm on different things, that's my fee. And that's how I makes me feel good about me. And if they can't afford it, we will find another way of, of doing something, whether it's a gift or if they'll say, well, um, you know, I'll do this for you. And, you know, I'm bar, I'm a barterer, so I'm not fixed on that income because my readings don't come from my livelihood. My livelihood isn't readings, So I think it's a little different. Some people make readings their livelihood, which is really dangerous. <laughs> I think, I think you should have more than one trade in life. I don't think that's my opinion. You know, I'm also a minister. I'm, I'm an animal trainer. I have multitudes of talents and, uh, you know, and so, Uh, But I just keep that as a standard fee for my my own purpose, for my own being.
2: This is something that hasn't been planned, but I'm going to do this only because we did it once on the Paracast probably nine years ago or ten years ago. And that is in the next segment, the final segment of the show, I'll offer, if you want to try something for a few minutes and see what you can come up with other than I'm a hopeless case, which most people have pretty well assumed by now. I'll offer you oh, something. I think you're brilliant. Okay. Well, thank you. I'll offer you something in exchange, advice, something, or maybe give you okay. a free membership in well, the Paracast Plus. which is doing Power the radio, show. Plus, doing the radio you- show. Pardon?
4: You're doing the radio show, so you're giving me something.
2: Well, I'm also going to give you free done. access to our premium channel where we have extra shows and content, the Paracast Plus. Yeah. It has a value. And we do offer your monthly subscriptions at com. So in our next segment, how about we do this? That's what I'll trade. You just sign up with our forums and I'll give you the access so you can hear our other shows that aren't available for those who listen to the free show. And maybe you can get some ideas from it or maybe not. And maybe this will go nowhere. But since the issue has come forth and since I tend to be more of the skeptical member of this duo i'm going to try to just be open to anything you come up with and we'll do it in our next segment how's that
4: okay i'm going to need your birthday because that gives me permission to look at you
2: very it's good I think, a- okay my birthday is september 9th <laughs> and i'll keep the year private but i'll tell you what it is between the breaks we have cynthia okay. heart button with Jean and chris and now we're going to try to do something we didn't expect to do. And let's see what happens. You're in the Paracast.
8: Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today.
2: We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive Paracast things that you can buy. We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items and entails t-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the Paracast jumbo tote bag, all sorts of t-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a Paracast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.theparacast.com, store.theparacast.com,
1: Don't know what contaminants are lurking in your water? Time to get a ProPure. Take advantage of ProPure's holiday sale. Save 25% on all ProPure water filter products. Sale's good through December 31st. There's a ProPure water filter for you. Visit your authorized ProPure dealer for details or ProPureUSA.com. That's P R O P U R U S A.com.
18: dangerous blood clot device alert. If you or a loved one had an IVC filter placed to prevent blood clots from traveling to your heart or lungs and suffered an injury, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. The FDA warns that IVC filters may cause serious complications such as heart or lung damage, internal bleeding, and even death. These dangerous blood clot devices can break and the metal fragments can travel to your heart or lungs causing serious injuries. If you or a loved If one suffered organ damage or other injuries from an IVC filter, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. Act now. Time is limited to file a claim. For a free consultation and free information, call Injury Help Desk at 800-478-1507. 800-478-1507. 800-478-1507. This is an advertisement. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Injuryhelpdesk.com is responsible for this advertisement. Principal office, Las Vegas, Nevada.
9: Are you looking to become more self-sufficient? Then you need to have your own energy source. The Solark EMP Hardened Generator is automatic, maintenance-free, and reduces your monthly electric bill. You can also take it off-grid when you go camping. Contact PortableSolarLLC.com or call for details at 972-575-8875 today. Portable Solar LLC gives you everything you need to start using solar energy in less than one hour. Solark EMP Hardened Solar Generator Energy Insurance. For your family or business, call Portable Solar LLC today.
12: This is Micah Hanks of the Alien Report, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio.
2: Okay, Cynthia knows my birth date and the year, and she did say in a very complimentary way that I sound younger than the 500 years I really am.
4: You just have that broadcasting voice. Thank you very it's much. I'm getting over a cold,
2: so I hope it's a little bit better next week. Would you now, knowing this information, and we really only have like eight or nine minutes to go on here and probably not enough time, can you give me some surface feelings about what you get from this?
4: Okay. What I feel about you is you're a very high genius. You're very logical. You're very common sense. Everything has to be proven to you in the consciousness of, then you can create your thought forms and you bring them down. The thing about you is you had a mother, uh, there's something going on with it, the feminine energy with you that you've been disappointed or a little abruptly taken care of without going into all the public stuff there for you. But there's something in the feminine that you're in a lot of pain with and we have to uh, clear that for you everything starts with mother father but in your case it even could go back into a little bit more ancestors and knowing more about who you want to be and who you are you have multi-talents there's not only in broadcasting but you're good at collaborating with teaching and education groups and, and helping people, but there's so much fear in expressing, or there's a, a, a glitch in you that you could be doing 10 times more than what you want to do, but you hold yourself back. That's just going to shift in the next two years for you, whether you want to or not, it's just going to shift. I feel about you that there's a longing from somebody that you haven't seen that is coming back into your life. It's a male that you haven't seen in a while, and they're very important person and it could be family or just like a brother to you that's coming back from they were in a university they were traveling and that you're going to be seeing them again a relocation is coming not this year in about a year and a half a new location for you in a resident area is going to happen and that's scary but it's also good but when that shift happens is when your life shift is going to happen do you have a specific question that you want to ask so that I can be more in tune to your everyday thing?
2: Well, when you say another residence, maybe an old age home?
4: No, I don't think an old age home. I think it seems like there's a a group of people. I don't want to say elders because I don't look at you as an elder. I look at you as a, a person still able and, and wanting to do more. But it seems like it's like a group of people that are from your past who are coming to visit or be with you. It could be a training thing or it could be just people visiting and wanting to be with you. There's some kind of set organization that's going to be connecting with you. At first, you're like hesitant, but then you trust the people. And that's another thing. You have to trust people before you'll do something. And it's very hard for you to step out, but you will because you feel good about this. And the next thing I see, you're just kind of letting yourself be and you're just letting yourself do things that you normally wouldn't do.
2: Well, the only thing about someone coming in my life, and this is something I haven't mentioned, Chris might know it, but it's more immediate. Our son lives in Spain, in Madrid, and he'll be coming Coming home tomorrow for a couple of weeks. But that's an annual thing. It's not something that's unusual. But
4: I think that that is the one that's coming, or the one, the person that you haven't seen in a while is probably the son. But he's bringing you something major that is going to be such an interest that you want to explore. He is like the saving grace. He's uh, coming for you, not only just to see you, but to gift you something, the high treasure, that's really going to change your life.
2: Well, I hope it's a very nice present for our wedding anniversary, (laughs) which comes up in a couple of days. Now, understand when we talk about presents and things, I don't think that Cynthia knows this. The show will be broadcast on the 25th of December on Christmas Day, although it's certainly heard online forever. But this is technically our Christmas show. Fantastic. Don't know how that realizes anything. Okay, well, let me just ask you some routine questions here. All right. I have gone through some money trials in recent years. What do you see with regard to that?
4: Uh, The money trousers is, is, again, you're going to be more open and uh, more giving to receive. Um, Not so much about uh, you giving money out. It's about now money is coming back to you. There is some projects that are coming in that's going to just open the floodgates for you. And that's about three months away. Your financial is probably going to be really great this coming year, two thousand. 17, but your big money year will probably be about 2019. It's just all these new concepts and new stuff. And I feel like it's around your work in communications, but maybe not necessarily all in radio. There might be some other types of network, social media network that you're going to be working with and other people in development and also in education within what you're doing and the fun. You're actually going to have some fun.
2: I could use a little fun. That sounds like a, a lot. Anything related to my family at all that might be notable?
4: Might be notable. Well, I see uh, health conditions around family. You know, if I was talking to you more private, I could say things, but there's certain things I don't like to say on the air, you know, so that, that kind of thing, and I could say that off because I don't know of topics. But there's something there. Let me see. Son, when is your son's birthday and your wife?
2: My wife is December 23rd, which is our anniversary. So we she gets a double shot at presents. My son is February
4: 19th. Oh, okay. Uh, your son is a real major major person. He has some good news coming for you and I I feel like there uh, there's another child coming in, not necessarily through him, but there is another child coming into the family realm. And I also feel like um, I don't feel like anybody's leaving the planet right now or anything like that, but I just see the family, uh, something with a health issue that's going to be addressed and changed dramatically and brought in into good, not
3: bad. Gene, you dog, Barbara's pregnant? You're a du- you, but you're bad.
4: Who's pregnant?
2: Well, Barbara pregnant? certainly wouldn't be. She's a little too old and... Has had certain no, medical procedures that make wife. that rather I'm not difficult. I'm talking
4: about your wife. No, 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 no. I'm talking about in your family. Rem. It could be through a son or a grandchild. There's, there's a, in around your family. There's a new, new being coming. Not your wife. There's some health issues with her that has to be remedied with her. And I feel like that's going to be positive, not negative.
2: You know what? Let's just leave it there and let's see what happens. And hopefully, I'll have a chance to talk to Cynthia more privately. And see where this develops, yeah. because I can explain a few possibilities there. In the meantime, I think a lot of our listeners are now more curious than ever about what you do. If they want to learn more about your ongoing work, where can they check
4: out? Oh, uh, well, they can go to Cynthiahart.com for me. And if they want the buffaloes, it's WhiteBisonAssociation.com. That's how you can get a hold of me. My phone number and everything's on there. So cynthiahart.com or whitebisonassociation.com.
2: We'll have links to the site so people can just find it yeah. with a single so click. Please Under please your name, that. we'll put CynthiaHeart.com to make it real simple. You can find us on Twitter if you look for the Paracast, and you'll learn that I'm not the kind of person who sends tweets out at 3 o'clock in the morning. It's mostly official stuff okay. about the show. We have two official Paracast Facebook groups. Uh, let's see, one's a group, one's a community. And I'll be darned if I can figure out what the difference is. I know those of you who are into Facebook would be more interested, and we have no fake news. We also have that second radio show called After the Paracast. It's available only if you subscribe to The Paracast Plus at plus.thepowercast.com. That's P-L-U-S.theparacast.com. And what you get is the commercial-free version of this show, Free of the network ads, better quality audio. You get the After the Powercast podcast, which can be many things, extended interviews, or just the unexpected. We also are offering content now from our friend Paul Kimball, The Other Side of Truth, both audio and video. And this is only the beginning. The prices for a subscription are cheap. They start $4.99 per month. And you can subscribe for a lifetime, five years, a year. It's your choice. To learn more, plus.theparacast.com for the Paracast Plus. Okay, Cynthia Hart Button, thank you so much for joining us on the Paracast.
4: Thank you. Blessings to all of you. Happy holidays.